Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Show Up Fully. This is a podcast about how creatives and entrepreneurs show up in their real lives. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist, photographer, health coach, and mama. I'm the founder of Poppy Seed Society, which is an online co-working space and cook and shop online cooking school. You can find me at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram and more information in today's show notes. My guest today is such a light... Her name is Naza Nalani, and I met her on Instagram through her friend Lisa's feed. And literally, as soon as I saw you, Naza, I was like, yes, I must know her. And we have been fast friends ever since. Yes. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on this amazing podcast, Carla. It's so exciting, and I'm so happy to be here with you. And a big shout out to Lisa for connecting us. I, I just, love that. yeah, I do too. And I love how we just instantly connected and felt like we've been forever friends, even though we've only met a few months ago. It's wild. I would love you do so many different things. So I would love for you to introduce yourself and how you serve the world because you are, you're incredible. And I'm just going to let you tell us about all the things that you do. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, so my name is Dr. Naza Nalani. I have a PhD in cognitive neuroscience and a master's in behavioral neuroscience. And my passion for learning about the brain came from my own need and desire to heal my own brain, because for as long as I could remember, I've struggled with anxiety and depression and panic attacks. And I really, really wanted to know how I could heal my own brain and then take that knowledge and go help anyone else feeling something similar. And I quickly realized after starting my PhD program that we do know a lot about the brain in terms of science, but there's so much we don't know. So that's why my passion was sparked in pursuing and learning about alternative ideas. And I came across the ideas of the law of attraction and manifestation and this ancient wisdom that is thousands of years old. And I realized how much overlap there actually is between these two worlds, between manifestation and neuroscience. And so that's my passion now to combine these two worlds, bridge that gap and share that knowledge with everyone to create healing and to help us live the lives of our dreams. Boom. It's like, wow, it's just so magical. And I love how you explain it, that it comes from science and ancient wisdom. It's not either or, it's both. And I think that that's the really fascinating thing about your work. And for me, it was an instant, like, I need to know more about her. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was really fascinated too when I first realized just how much there is in common between what we know about the brain along with what we know about manifesting, law of attraction, using your mindset and the way we think to bring things into our lives, but also our energy. And I can't wait to talk all about everything with you in today's episode. I'm so excited. We're going to start with food because I'm a trained chef and I love this question. What was your last meal? Well, first of all, I'd like to say how obsessed I am with your Instagram feed and the delicious things you post all the time. I just love going there for inspiration. 
So for me, the last meal I had was last night. I usually don't eat breakfast. I eat intuitively, so I eat when I'm hungry. So I haven't eaten yet today. Last night, my husband actually made the most delicious dish. It was roasted sweet potatoes, and there was this uh, Mexican bean salsa on top. So it was black beans and cilantro and tomatoes and corn and all of that mixed together, and it was a topping on top of the sweet potatoes. That sounds, uh, that's delicious. <laughs> it really have, was. I'm going to have to roast the sweet potato now. <laughs> yes, sweet potatoes have been my best friend since the new year, actually, because I'm just really trying to focus on the health of my body and listen to the intuition of my body and what my body craves. And I'm sure in your profession, you experience this, but I've really noticed that my body knows what it needs in terms of food. And I've just spent the last 30 plus years of my life not listening. That's been the problem. (laughs) So I'm listening now. And recently I actually got a little bit sick and, you know, I didn't really know what was going on and it took a few days to go see the doctor. By the time I ended up going to see the doctor, in the meantime, I had craving for pears and I didn't know why. And all of a sudden, when I talked to the doctor and they told me what was going on, I looked up what was healing for my body. Number one food was pears. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) My body knew it needed pears and I had no idea why, but I listened to it and I got the pears even before I knew why it was good for me. And it turns out that they were very, very healing for what I was experiencing. Yes, pears in traditional Chinese medicine are the number one thing that they will recommend, especially for coughs or colds or even like sniffles. And I've even made a tea. I'm talking about gallons, like a huge stock pot full of like 10 pears. And I let it, I let it just stew on there or like steep on the stove for a couple of hours. And this is from an acupuncturist. And it's amazing that we have the power to heal ourselves through food and that we have those cravings that are directly connected to that healing element. So it's interesting that you're mentioning sweet potatoes. I'm going to ask you a question about it. It's like, because sweet potatoes, think about the sweet potato and how it grows. It's underneath the ground. And it, I wonder if that's starting to the new year energy for you is grounding because that's that's exactly what it is. Wow, my mind is just blown. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that, Carla, but that makes perfect sense. And I love that connection. Um, I really love studying food signatures where the way that a food grows or the shape of it or the way it looks, how that actually reflects our body. So if you look at walnuts, for example, they look like the brain and the different hemispheres of the brain and walnuts are really good for the brain. So I love the idea of thinking about the sweet potatoes I've been eating a lot lately as this new sense of grounded energy moving into the new year. I'm going to have so much more intention eating them moving forward. Thank you. You're welcome. That's so beautiful. I'm going to ask you, and this is, I'm really interested in your answer because the name of this podcast is Show Up Fully. Obviously, fully is we talk about food, but also ways that we show up in the world. And I feel like this is a big buzzword in not only the wellness community, the business community, spiritual communities of showing up. 
but we don't talk about how to show up. So I would love to know ways that you show up either in your life or you ask your clients to show up or even in your personal life. I think that when we define this personally, it really gives people almost like context of like, how can we show up? Yeah, I love this question. And it's been so interesting to listen to your previous episodes and hear the different answers that everyone gives. It's so fascinating how unique each person shows up in their own world. And for me personally, there's two parts. Is that okay? Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna no, cheat on that. I want to hear it. <laughs> so the first part for me for showing up is one simple thought that I remind myself of every single day. And that is that anything is possible. I truly believe that we are only limited by how big we are willing to dream. And especially today and today in the society with everything we have access to, the internet, connections, communications, technology, there's so many opportunities, so many possibilities, so much abundance out there. And it's just about believing that it's meant for us as much as it's meant for anybody else. So keeping that in mind and continuing to believe that whatever we desire is meant for us. That's why we have that desire. And it's possible for us to achieve it as well. That's what keeps me going every day. And that's the message I love to share as well. And then the second part for me for showing up comes from my very, very, very deep belief that we are all connected. We are all one. Every human, but also every animal, plant, every star in the galaxy, everything is just this beautiful connection of energy. And Remembering that every day allows me to show up and interact and connect with people, especially because that's what I do mostly in my career. I'm able to do that in a way that's so special because I believe and I take everyone as part of myself. And so we instantly have that deep connection and it really, really creates for this beautiful relationship that wouldn't have happened otherwise if you don't go to that deep level right away. (laughs) I love it. And we went, we went deep really quick. (laughs) And I think that when we're open to that, we are connected. When we're open to anything as possible, you're able to open up yourself to other people very quickly. And maybe this is just me personally. Maybe you have a different perspective of it, but I feel like I'm able to go deep with someone instantly because I am open to that possibility of it. 100%. Yes. And you have such a beautiful ability to deeply connect with everyone you come across as well. And it's for that exact reason, because you do have that belief. And also because you just have this warm, inviting energy. And that energy is the energy of knowing that we're all connected. We're all one. We're all united. Um, And it's just such a magical thing. When I was a professor of psychology for many years, I, you know, in one of the very first classes of every semester, I would show this image of x-rays, which sounds weird, but it'd be all these skeletons side by side by side. And I would ask my class, can you tell who from these images, which of these people was a man? Could you tell who is a woman? 
Could you tell who is from this culture or ethnicity? Could you tell which age the person is? And you can't. When you're just looking at a series of x-rays side by side, everyone looks identical. We're all made of bones. We're all made of flesh. We're all made of the same blood. Everything is just underneath the same. And too often we get distracted by the, the exterior, not just of ourselves and our bodies, but the persona that we put on for the world. So my goal is to break down those barriers and reunite, reconnect all of us. Wow, that is so fascinating. I think that if we were able to do that, what if we had an Instagram feed that was just that? Like, (laughs) what would that be? Like, could you guess, you know how sometimes people do like, what's the caption? Like, could you guess what this person's life is? Could you guess what their likes and their dislikes and what they do for a living? Could you imagine? I just got goosebumps. That is a brilliant idea. (laughs) It would be viral, right? It would go so viral. Yeah, because I, I actually had an idea similar to that. This is why you and I are so connected. I had an idea last year um, to create an Instagram where each day I would post a picture of a different person and then the caption would just say, this is you. And that's it. <laughs> so in the end, there'd be millions of pictures of different people and they're all you in the end. But your idea is really cool too, because it just proves how biased we can be. We come up with these stories and we don't even really know, but we have assumptions and we have stereotypes that I think today's generation and younger generations especially are breaking down, which is beautiful, but they do still exist. And that's why I think these conversations are so important. So important. And I feel like when we're able to strip down and I think I had a conversation, I can't remember. It was with Kat Kim, who she talked about. Um, I can't remember the the conversation, but I will link it in here. But she said, basically, like, we are all simply because we exist, like we are deserving. Simply because we are here breathing we we deserve everything. And it was really like, and this is kind of along that same line of like, we're all connected. And we're all connected because we're all breathing and we're all here. Yes. Yes. I love that. There is this meditation that I love to do. Do you meditate? I do multiple forms of meditation. <laughs> yes. Kundalini. I have a Kriya that I just started, actually a brand new Kriya that I've just started doing. Um, I do like a regular meditation, meaning guided meditation. Um, I also do EFT tapping. Um, I am a meditation. Um, I am just, I just love it. I, I don't want to use the word junkie, but I like, I love meditation and I've been meditating for over 20 years. Wow, that is so inspiring. So you're going to love this one then. Add this meditation practice to your portfolio and give it a shot because every time I do it, I end up in tears in in a beautiful way. But it's a meditation where you just gently close your eyes and you just focus on your breathing. And then you guide your mind to reconnect with every ancestor you've ever had. 
<laughs> so you start with Whoa. yourself and you go to your parents and then you go to your grandparents who you probably know most of them. But then further back than that, you don't know them, right? But you still have a connection biologically, physiologically, energetically, spiritually. You have a connection to every human that ever existed that had to exist for you to be here right now in this moment. And it's a huge long line. I mean, if you think about how far back it goes and how many humans, but also creatures and species had to exist, that their exact moment in time was so perfect that it led to you here right now, it's mind blowing. So you just take yourself back and reconnect with each generation. And as you go further and further back, you just get this really deep, beautiful sense of knowing how special you truly are in this moment. Oh, this makes me want to, it's so, it's so beautiful because even like, I know my, um, my husband, Ed is Korean. So I know that Massimo, my son is the 32nd generation in his family to have that name. So even just thinking of just my son going back 32, like, could you imagine just keep going and going? It's just, it's incredible. That, yeah, that is so true. And I think that's why today people are so interested in those ancestry DNA tests that you can do and, and just being reconnected to our history and our heritage, because it just reminds us of how amazing it is that we are here in this moment in time and how improbable it is, actually. If you look at it statistically, the chances of you being Carla and me being Naza and us sitting here right now talking are so infinitely small that it's just, it's incredible when you think about it. <laughs> it is, it is absolutely, it like takes my breath away to think about the possibility. And I'm definitely going to add this meditation. And especially um, in Korean culture, they have, um, especially like Lunar New Year, there's Chuseok, which is um, Korean Thanksgiving. There's like certain days and holidays where um, I actually have an altar for Korean ancestors. And I also have my Chilean and Italian American um, ancestors around and I feel like that would be such a special meditation to teach my kids of like, how, how far back can we think about this? How far back and how grateful can we be for being here right now in this moment? Oh, I love that. So beautiful. Thank you. Can we talk about your name? I would love to ask you, because you have a chosen name. Yes, yes, of course. So my full name is not Naza Nalani. <laughs> my full name is actually, my first name is Shahnaz. It's a Kurdish name. I have a Kurdish background and culture and heritage. And my family calls me Naza. And then my last name is Weiner. And that's my married name. When I married my husband, I took on his name. So my full name is in my opinion, a little bit tricky to pronounce, to read, and to remember. So when I knew that I wanted to start creating YouTube videos and, you know, just get out there on Instagram, things like that, I wanted my name to be easier to remember and to be a little more memorable. And also, I wanted to create this 
this version of myself, and maybe this feeds into the question you asked a little earlier, this version of myself that has the energy and the capacity and the light to show up every day in the way that I want to, because sometimes it's hard and sometimes Shanez doesn't want to, <laughs> but Naza, Naza wants to, because that's Naza's mission. So that's the part of me that has that passion and drive. And so I go by the name Naza Nalani and Naza, like I said, comes from my family. That's what they've always called me. So it's really special that everyone in my community online and elsewhere in the work I'm doing calls me Naza because it makes me instantly feel like we're family. And my last name, Nalani, I actually just decided I wanted something that started with an N to go with Naza. So I looked up beautiful names that start with an N. I literally Googled that. <laughs> and I found Nalani, which in Hawaiian means peace and serenity in the heavens and in the skies. And I felt like that was such a beautiful energy I wanted to bring to my business, bring to my Intentional Dreamers course that I teach, bring to my YouTube and my Instagram. And that's why I chose it. I love it so much. And we should, I, I really wanted to ask you too, and we should just like piggyback on this of like, what do you do when you don't want to show up? Oh, this is such a good question because I think it's so relatable. <laughs> Every single one of us has those days or multiple days even, or weeks even where you just don't want to show up. And I have gone through such a transformation with this struggle where I used to basically bulldoze myself. I used to force myself to just show up no matter what, because I thought that's what I had to do. And I would get angry at myself and I would consider myself weak or incapable if I had those off days. But now, <laughs> after a lot of inner work, and this is something that I also love to teach, is that every single aspect of you, every single part of you is there for a reason and it's important and it needs to be heard. So the part of me that does not want to show up on a particular day is feeling that for a reason. It doesn't come from nowhere. So now I honor it. I fully embrace and honor it. And if there's a part of me that doesn't want to show up, I will have a conversation with it. Maybe I'll do some journaling and investigate a little more what's going on. Sometimes, you know, it's just that I just need a break for a couple of hours. And so I allow myself that. Sometimes it's that the particular project I'm working on doesn't feel aligned. So by connecting with my intuition and listening to myself, I realize that and then I make the changes necessary. So showing up actually becomes easier and easier because I continuously listen to the part of myself that doesn't feel like showing up on those days. Oh, so beautiful. I hope that people press rewind and like listen to that again, because it's really important when we're in a culture, where we're in a society, and I'm just going to say this globally, that we are expected to show up on Instagram or YouTube. And we'll talk about your YouTube in a second, because I want to ask you about that. Like we're we expect ourselves to be the same person every single day. Yes. And not only are we expected to, the system is rigged, so we have to. And I think this is so important for us to remember that 
there's things like algorithms for anyone who posts as part of their profession, you, your life <laughs> starts to become controlled by an algorithm. And we can talk a lot more about this when we start talking about YouTube, but it's true for Instagram too. Um, it's true for, you know, so many other platforms that you may be posting on Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is. If that's your form of connecting to people because of your career or for any other reason, even if it's just for fun, it's this machine, it's this AI that actually has the ability to make you get addicted. And there is this great documentary, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, called The Social Dilemma on Netflix. And it's all about interviewing the people who used to work for Facebook, Google, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and they are blowing the whistle and revealing how deep the psychology goes about how they purposely program these things to get people addicted and get them to want to come back more and post more because they give they give you a little small reward when you post or when someone else posts and then they take it away and then they give it to you and they take it away and it creates this addictive pattern in the brain actually. Um, and so the fear of not showing up is very true. And I, I really want everyone listening to know that it is true. If you don't post on Instagram for two weeks, you will be punished by the algorithm. And that is scary, but nothing will change if we don't take back the power. And so what I've been doing is I've been taking breaks and I'll share with my audience, I'm taking a break. And yes, I'm terrified that when I come back, the algorithm will punish me. And yes, it has in the past, but you know what? My audience shows up for me. They go look for my posts when I come back because they know when I'm coming back and then they reboost me in the algorithm again and things are fine. So there's ways around it, but I just want everyone to know that the fear is not there for no reason or the burnout is not there for no reason. It's there because that's the reality. And the only way it will change is if we begin to change. I love that. And I would love to ask you, this is this uh, to wrap up this podcast, your YouTube, it's such an interesting way of going about a YouTube channel. And you had specific words, it was like manifesting your way to the 4k. And I just thought that that was so beautiful. It wasn't an aggressive strategy of like, I must do this. I must have it X, Y, and Z. It was like, no, I, I have this, this goal. I have this dream and I kind of like hold it loosely and let it go. Or at least that's my perception as an outsider. So I would love to hear about how you grew your YouTube channel. Oh yes. Thank you for asking. YouTube has been an interesting journey because it's one of those things that like we were just talking about, is ruled by the algorithm, the algorithm gods, as I call them. <laughs> and, you know, it's one of those things where you can get so stressed and you can begin to feel so bad and compare yourself to others and start to feel envious or jealous of others who may be doing better than you in different ways. So I noticed that I was, my mental health was being really affected by that. So I made the conscious decision to let go of, of as much of that as I could and just focus on my own journey and 
focus on creating every video with the energy that I wanted to put out in the world. And at the same time, use a lot of these manifestation principles and techniques to attract the growth that I wanted to see. So the one I did in particular to uh, monetize my YouTube channel, which means you need 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours, which is crazy when you're a new channel just starting out. For people to watch your videos for 4,000 hours <laughs> when a video is only 5 to 10 minutes long, I mean... That's bananas. So I used the technique called the 55 by 5 method. And let me know if you've ever tried this, Carla. It's actually a lot of fun. You write out every single day for five days in a row what you're manifesting 55 times. So for me, I wrote, and you write it in the present tense and with a gratitude statement. So you write it as if you've already received it. So for me, before I was monetized, I was writing, I am so grateful that my YouTube channel has hit 4,000 watch hours and my channel is monetized. And I repeated that 55 times every single day until it happened. And it happened so fast. I couldn't even believe it. And, you know, people who I talked to were shocked too. And I truly believe it's because I aligned my energy with attracting that into my life, but also there's a practical side to it. Doing this exercise every day focused my mind, put me in the mindset of achieving my goal, helped me believe my goal was possible. And so I was excited about it and I was sharing it with people and I was talking about it. And all of a sudden there was this rush of beautiful people coming to help me, people messaging me saying, I know about your goal, so I'm going to loop your videos until you hit those hours, which I was just so grateful for. So it's this combination of what you want, aligning with what you want, but putting it into practice in a way that will move you towards it. And that's something that's so important for me and everything I teach is train your mind. Yes, step one. But step two is to take inspired action. And when you combine those two, let me tell you, you will become unstoppable. (laughs) This is incredible, Naza. How can we work with you? How can we support you? Obviously, we can find you on YouTube and Instagram. I will link everything in the show notes. But I want people to be able to get, because these things that you've shared today are so incredibly powerful. I would love for them to be in touch with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So you can definitely find me on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Dr. Naza Nalani. My Instagram is Naza Nalani, all under the the same name. Um, And also I have my Intentional Dreamers program. So my program is an eight-week course where you go through, and we go through together, how you can train your brain, but at the same time, align your energy to beat procrastination, to get really clear on your goals, and to take the practical steps as law, as well as raise your vibration to begin attracting what it is you want in your life. And we've had incredible results. Some of my members have manifested their dream jobs. One of my members, uh, she just manifested her dream condo in New York City, and she's from California. <laughs> And she really wanted to live in New York City. So even right now with everything going on, she's still 
attracted that in her life in just a few weeks. So that was amazing. Uh, Manifesting money. One of my members manifested over $4,000 in just a few days just by creating that alignment in her mind and in her life. Amazing things. So (laughs) I would love for anyone interested to check that out as well. Amazing. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. And I know that we could talk for hours on end. So I appreciate you taking the time and being with us today. Well, I just want to say thank you to you as well, Chef Carla, because you are just such a beautiful, radiant light and you are creating so much goodness in the world. So thank you to you for everything you do as well. Thank you so much. I'm receiving. I just, I, I'm really grateful. Thank you. Everyone that's listening, if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially on iTunes, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and your stories. I will put all of Naz's information in the show notes and you can tag the both of us. Again, I'm at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram and I'm sending you and yours love. Bye.